Aloha and welcome to Amen Podcast, where we preach the good news of Jesus Christ and how it applies to everyday life. I'm Lokelani, your host, and I'm joined by my husband, Alex, who is preaching about... Approaching God. How do you approach God? There's a right way and a wrong way. In this episode, we're going to talk about what happens when a person works up the courage to finally approach God, but then does it wrong. It's revealed in how you respond after the approaching. Some people don't approach God, some people do, and some people do it the wrong way. And so as we look in today's uh, good news presentation, we're gonna see that the good news is that God is approachable, but how we approach him is very important. So let's get into it. Sounds great. I'm going to pray us in and then I'll read the verses for you. We're in Matthew chapter eight, verses one through four. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word and that um, it just meets our every need. Um, We just ask that we would learn how to approach you the right way today and that it would transform the way that we come to you and look to you. Um, Just may you be glorified in all of our words and we just invite you here. It's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. Large crowds followed Jesus as he came down the hillside. Look, a leper is approaching. He kneels before him, worshiping. Sir, the leper pleads, if you want to, you can heal me. Jesus touches the man. I want to, he says, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappears. Then Jesus says to him, don't stop to talk to anyone. Go right over to the priest to be examined and take with you the offering required by Moses' law for lepers who are healed, a public testimony for your cure. Amen. So what's going on here? Let's walk through this text together. We're really going to glean a lot from what's going on. So Jesus just left the Sermon on the Mount. He was outside just like we are, just like the last couple episodes that we've been doing or more than a couple episodes, several episodes have been outside. We've been inspired at and by the open air preaching of Jesus's ministry. We love that. And so he's preaching the Sermon on the Mount, the greatest sermon to ever exist. He comes down the mountain, people are following him, still gleaning from what he said, and then a leper approaches him. Now that's heavy because this is gonna show us why we need to approach God, why we don't approach God the right way, and how to approach God properly. So the leper approaching Jesus was a big no-no. The crowds would have saw this and gasped, like, whoa, what are you doing? Unclean, unclean, which is what you would yell at a person who had leprosy. It was an incurable, highly contagious, very uh, fatal disease. And so for the leper to do this, what he was saying was, if anyone is gonna be able to heal me, it's gonna be someone that is above the law. And though Jesus was above the law because he created the law, he still submitted himself to the law. He fulfilled the law. There was something about this Jesus that the leper said he can heal. So he approaches him. Now that's beautiful because that shows the faith of the leper. Do you have the faith to say, no matter how messed up I am, no matter how many uh, mishaps I've had, no matter how many mistakes I've, make, I've made, no matter, how, no matter how many times I've turned my back on God in the last week, I'm gonna approach God. That takes faith. Everything in us wants to run from God when we do bad things. But if you have the ability to run to God and say, God, I know you're gracious. God, I know the cross is real. God, I believe in the resurrection. And because I know you're merciful and you're not just merciful, you're rich in mercy, you're rich in grace, I'm gonna approach you. 
That is something beautiful. You, the leper came to Jesus and approached him knowing God wouldn't run away from him. Many times when we are afraid to approach God, it's because we think God is going to run away from us. But what did we learn in last week's episode? It's that Jesus is unlike the other religious teachers. The religious teachers would have ran away from him. The religious teachers, the pastors, the priests of this leper's day would have screamed at him, unclean, what do you think you're doing? You got to go through all the proper steps before you come to God. But Jesus doesn't do it that way. What does Jesus do? He says, come to me first and we'll talk about the proper steps later. So often we put the cart before the horse and we think I got to make things right with God. No, Jesus made things right for you with God. Come to him, approach him first. And then we'll talk about the proper steps next. I love, this is, I love what this is telling us. It's saying that we need to approach God because he's approachable. It's saying that we need to approach God because God is willing and able. Jesus is willing and able to heal you, to help you with whatever is going on. And he longs to, not only that, but look at uh, verse two or verse three. Jesus touches the man. Whoa. Big no-no, highly contagious, even to be in the, in the presence of this person, you're putting your life in danger. But there's a, there's a um, law in Leviticus that said that lepers just can't approach people. They can't just be around. Um, they have to go through proper steps. They have to cleanse themselves certain ways. And so Jesus was showing his authority over the law by touching this man. He was saying that, uh, it wasn't the law that made people clean. It was Jesus that made people clean. He was saying that this leper being in my presence doesn't make me dirty. Jesus is saying me being with the leper makes him clean. That's our story. That we need to approach God because what Jesus has done is he hasn't become dirty by being friends with you and I. He, has he hasn't become less of God because he came down to earth. What Jesus has actually done is he's made us more like God. Mm. He's made us more like himself. He's made us clean by befriending us. For Jesus to touch this leper, he was saying, I'm identifying with you. If people are going to call you dirty, then I'm going to get down in the trenches with you and I'm going to be called dirty with you. The religious leaders certainly would have called Jesus unclean because he was in contact with someone that was unclean. And Jesus says, that's a risk I'm willing to take. I'm getting in your boat. I'm becoming friends with you. I'm sitting at your table in the lunchroom. And if I get called the same names you get called, that's okay with me because I love you. It's called the compassion of Jesus. Compassion means to suffer with, to really get in the trenches. That is the beauty of Christianity and why Christianity is unlike any other religion because no other God gets in the trenches with his people except our God. Don't you see why you need to approach him, but there's a problem. Say that with me right now. There's a problem. There's a problem. <laughs> okay, the problem with approaching. Here it is in verse four. Jesus says to him, don't stop and talk to anyone. Go right over to the priest and be examined and take with you the offering required by Moses' law for lepers who are healed, a public testimony of your cure. So what's going on here is Jesus says, now that you've approached me, the heart of your approach will be revealed in your obedience. Mm. How you approach God determines 
whether or not you've really met Jesus and how you approach God is seen in what you do after. Now, other accounts in Luke, um, like other accounts, uh, like Mark and Luke, they talk about a leper. Um, it could be a different leper, but with these series of events, many commentators think that this is the same leper. Well, in Luke's gospel, it says that the leper didn't obey Jesus because what did Jesus say? Jesus says, don't tell anyone, go straight to the priest and fulfill uh, what the law requires of you. What Jesus was saying there was a couple things. Number one, he's saying, I don't need popularity. I reject popularity. I did a video about that on the Alex Wilson YouTube channel, talking about that more. Jesus rejected clout and clout chasing and fame. He said, I don't need all that. I'm already known by my father in heaven and being a child of God is enough for me. So surely it should be enough for you. If Jesus didn't seek those things, neither should I. But secondly, Jesus was also saying that I'm not, I'm not putting myself, I'm respecting the priest in their positions. Jesus wasn't a person um, to come on the scene and say, I'm taking your job away from you and you're not needed here anymore. Get out of here. I'm more important to you. Jesus is not that kind of boss. Mm. He's the kind of boss that is willing to wash toilets with his employers. He's the kind of boss that is willing um, to give his employers time off and he do the work for us. So he's not gonna come on the scene for the priest, jump in and say, hey, you guys are doing a horrible job. I'll take care of all the cleaning. I'll take care of all this stuff. Jesus could have declared him clean, you know, through the Mosaic law right there. But Jesus says, I want you to go to the priest because I'm not that kind of God. I wanna partner with my people, not just take their stuff away from them and rip the rug from underneath their feet. I love that. He's also saying that the law is still required right now, but I'm gonna do away with it completely. When I die and resurrect, all that's gonna be broken. We see that with the veil and the temple being ripped at the moment of Jesus' death because it was finished, it was taken care of. The wrath of God was appeased because God was compl is completely holy. He can't just look the other way and say, oh, you messed up on this, you, you don't have to do this law. No, in order for us to be right with God because of how holy he is, because he's a righteous judge, he has to judge fairly. And the law account, uh, accounts to that. So Jesus is saying, go do this. It's so important that we live orderly. That's the heart of what Jesus was telling him. Yeah. Live in order. Because with community comes order. Jesus wanted this, this leper to be restored back to his community. If he just ran around without the leprosy, people would still be like, whoa, man, you haven't gone through the proper steps. I mean, yeah, you look better, but are you really clean? Like what's going on here? And then if he didn't go through that process, he was also making it more about himself. Look at me now, look what I can do. I can get back and go surfing. I can go to the grocery store, I can do this. He would have made it more about himself by not obeying what Jesus told him to do. And so don't you see that we can choose popularity over properly approaching God. Mm. We can choose being seen favorably by others wow. instead of approaching God with the right heart. And in mm. fact, if you're choosing to be favorably seen uh, favorably by others, what you're choosing is the, the desire to have people approach you with praise rather than you approaching God with praise. Wow. That's the problem here. This is why Jesus says, don't tell anyone. This is why he says, go fulfill the law. He's saying, I want you to be right with me. 
I want being a child of God and being healed by the miraculous power of the Holy Spirit, I want that to be enough for you. Mm. Because if that's not enough for you, there's never gonna be enough for you. A billion dollars is not gonna be enough for you. Uh, a, a trillion likes, a trillion followers. Every guy, in the girl, every guy in the world thinking that you're hot stuff. Every girl in the world thinking that you're hot stuff. Mm. Being the best athlete, being the best homemaker, being mm -hmm. the best singer, being the best Christian leader, none of that is mm -hmm. gonna be enough for you. If the power of the Holy Spirit healing you at the foot of the cross. Wow. And the ability to approach God as a, ch as a child of his for eternity. If that's not enough for you, nothing will. Don't you see that what Jesus was doing, he was prioritizing spiritual healing over physical healing. What Jesus does at the cross to make this healing possible is he becomes the leper so we can become clean. Mm. Lepers got pushed out from society. Jesus got pushed out. He got crucified on a hill outside of the city. Lepers got this deteriorating disease that broke down their body. Jesus' body was broken down. Jesus was the one who was torn in two. Lepers, uh, they were seen as disgusting. Jesus was spit on. Jesus was smacked in the face. Jesus was mocked. And yet he still said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. Mm -hmm. Father, forgive them because they don't know that I'm becoming the leper so they can become clean. If that's what Jesus did so we can approach God properly, then that is gonna give us the power to approach him properly. Looking at that, looking at the resurrection, because the resurrection is the promise of healing. There's no sickness greater than death. Jesus died and yet God rose him from the dead. Meaning your sickness, whatever it is, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, God will ultimately fix it and heal you completely. My favorite song right now by Bear Reinhardt and Ellie Holcomb, Sweet Ever After. And it says, there's a lot of bad days coming our way, but a sweet ever after. After all of this, there is complete healing, complete new bodies, complete new heavens and earth, a new world. Everything is gonna be okay. Everything is gonna be fine. That day is coming any day now. A sweet ever after, where there will be no sickness, no messed up anything forever. That day is coming. That's what the resurrection proves. So if that is the truth of the gospel, that Jesus became the leper so he can become clean and that one day he's gonna return and everything's gonna be fine because the resurrection stamped that day in history. If that's true, then surely I can approach God with the right heart. And I know that I'm approaching God with the right heart if I walk away from approaching him with the desire to obey him. Mm. You'll have the desire to obey him the more you look at him becoming the leper so you can become clean. Amen? Amen. Father God, thank you so much for the good news of the gospel, how it breaks something in us that needs to be broken and changes and transforms the part of us that nothing else in society, nothing else in culture can do. Only you offer that change, that transformation. And it starts at the cross. We thank you so much, God, for the resurrection and what it secures for us in the future. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. This is the part of the episode called After the Amen, where we ask you a question to help you apply this message to your life. Our question today is, what do you need to approach God with? What do you need to approach God with? 
I'll go first. I think for me, I think I need to approach God with like healing of my mind or healing of my thoughts. Um, when things are chaotic or what you could say, like going wrong um, or just, you know, when we're going through it, I often think, okay, I'm being punished. Like I, this is my fault. He's upset with me and he's allowing this all to happen because I'm being disciplined. And at times that is definitely true, but at other times it's just to, so we lean on him more. So we have a deeper dependency. So we approach him first um, and he's waiting for us to learn that. And also so we can identify with his sufferings because when we are identifying with his sufferings, we can more greatly serve others and be relatable in that way. Um, and so I think for me personally, yeah, I need to go with him, approach him for that instead of That's good. playing the mind games in my own mind and trying to figure out why is this happening, going straight to him and um, allowing his just peace and joy to fuel me to serve my children when they're all sick and waking in the middle of the night, you know, whatever the circumstance may be. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I got out of it. And I just, I love this. I think that this message was for me because I also struggle with thinking like, why does God heal some instantly? And, you know, I've been praying for right. healing for my back or I've prayed for healing for others and they are instantly healed. Um, it might take years or sometimes it never happens or sometimes it is a little quicker than I thought, but I personally have never experienced like an instant miraculous he healing, right, right. Um, physical healing. And, um, you know, I've struggled with this because I know that God is not um, partial. partial. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you know where I was going. I know he's an impartial God. And so I'm like, why does this happen? And so I love just Alex breaking down this section and what we read here because of the representation of what leprosy was. It was um, just known as in that time as like a law, I mean, a, a law, a punishment for yeah, sin. Yeah. Um, and, and this time, now we know it's curable, but in during these times, it was an incurable disease. And um, it's just so interesting that in Matthew's account, this is the first healing because it's a representation of sin. And we have access to the greatest healing of all time, which That's is good. our sin issue. Like mm. he, yeah. And so that in his impartialness, he's made that available to everyone. And so what he wants us to do is approach him with our sin, approach him with our brokenness, um, approach him with our efforts that have failed to clean ourselves up and um, allow him to cleanse us spiritually. And I think that's the greatest thing um, we could ever have because that's what we all need. And so I love this. And so good. I love just, yeah, how I'm learning even more. And the Lord is answering the questions I've had through this podcast as well. <laughs> Man, I love it. I'm, I'm preaching to myself every episode. I think you guys can tell. I think sometimes you're like, is Alex really talking to me or is he talking to himself? Because <laughs> I, yeah, I just, as I'm preaching, God is revealing things to me and God, the Holy yeah. Spirit is just speaking to me. Um, and to say it, I have to live it. To say mm. it, I have to see myself in it. And so wow. 
um, like you, I'm learning a lot from this podcast too. Mm -hmm. And I know you guys are too, because your comments and your emails, your DMs, your responses show us that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the question for you is what do you need to approach God with? Let us know in the comments. Um, we love you guys. We love taking you on the road with us around our little Island. (laughs) We can't do this without you. So amenpodcast.com. If you're on YouTube, you can see the merch shelf below. If you want to grab some merch to support us, um, but we love you guys. Thank you so much. Amenpodcast.com, Amen Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, follow us there for some, you know, behind the scenes stuff. But also I've been doing like a couple devotionals a week and yeah. writing those on our page. And so um, if you want to just be encouraged in that way, um, I don't think I'll ever put out a book, but I like putting little devotionals out there on Instagram. Those are fun. Showing you pictures of our island. Um, But yeah, we can't wait to hear how this message is going to hit your heart through that question. What, how do you need to approach God or what do you need to approach God with? Sorry. What do you need to approach God with? Love you. See you in the next one. Until then, go out and be the church. Amen.